Today's episode of the Comedy Zone podcast is brought to you by LootCrate.com. Save 10% on any new subscription at www.trylootcrate.com slash comedy zone. Enter promo code BRIDGE10 for 10% savings. From the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Sammy Joe Francis. Welcome to the Comedy Zone Podcast, everybody. We We're back again. Crew. We got hey. the whole crew. Look at that. I just have one thing to say before we get started here. Congratulations. <coughs> Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Fly, Eagles, fly. Score a touchdown. One, two, three, two, three. Hit them low, hit them high. Well, we've lost and all watch our those Eagles fly. Fly, Eagles, fly Is that really the on one? the road to victory. E A G L E S, Eagles! Well, I'm really glad that, you know, it's a little more complicated than the Jets rah-rah <laughs> song. Do you all realize we are one, one game away? Game away. We are, we're going Let to the me Super just Bowl, remind okay? you what we're happens going. to the Panthers. They had a great season. They were 15-1. and one. Won all their shit. Got to the Super Bowl. <laughs> won all their shit. And shit the bet. Froze okay, the so Super you Bowl. just remember that. Not not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. We are, are ready for playing? this moment. Who are the Eagles playing? The Minnesota Vikings <clears throat> in Philadelphia. Not we're, in. We're it. We're at home. No, that's not in the Super Bowl, baby. Oh, either the Patriots or the Jacksonville Jaguars. No, who do you? You're missing what I'm doing here. I'm, I well. actually picked the Jaguars earlier in the, the week. The Jags look fucking solid. That's scary. That, that defense Because it's not Bortles, which, you know, was my fantasy quarterback two years ago and did work for me. Yeah. But the defense, like when they – I looked at the screen, it was 21 nothing. Yeah. And I was like, uh, uh, what? They're a problem. They're a problem. But the only – you know, but Brady and Belichick, it's just so tough with them. I They find out what you're bad at. The, the, the whole playbook is stuff you're bad at. Right. <laughs> like they just like, – uh, like Jacksonville struggles with covering uh, receiving like, running oh, you're backs. Not, you're not good they, at cutting your cuticles? We're going to get in those cuticles. <laughs> They're they going to dig up in them cuticles. Like they that, – so I, I – earlier in the week I picked Jacksonville, but I have since switched my pick. I think the Patriots are going to go to the Super Bowl. I now. hope not because I hate the Patriots. Now, why do you – everybody's got a reason they hate the Patriots. Why do you hate the Patriots? Because they're cheaters. Okay, that's their one of my base, reasons. Their fan base is annoying, and that's they beat the Panthers in their first Super Bowl. I didn't care about that one, but the, no, I am I two out of three. Yeah. They cheated against us in the Super Bowl. They were taping our plays. Same. <laughs> they didn't cheat. <laughs> no, that's what they said, that they were watching uh, yeah. practice film of the Panthers. Hold on, but y'all – Y'all, y'all didn't lose to the Patriots. Yes, we yeah. did in the yeah. first Super Bowl we ever played in. in oh, 02. the first. Oh, I'm thinking about the most no, recent baby. one where y'all shit the bed. No, You're no, talking no. about <laughs> the one before yeah. that one. Yes. Delone. Oh, Jake Delone. Jake Delone. That's right. That one came down to a field goal. Yep. I remember that now. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. So I don't like the Patriots. That's how it all started, this, this dynasty of darkness. Listen, if we could just, and I'm not going to. I don't want to put it out there, but if it's the Vikings versus Jacksonville, 
<laughs> what a ridiculous Super Bowl. You're getting a soccer score. That is going to be three to two. Right. <laughs> uh, we're tied at nothing at the end of the fourth quarter. If you don't love defense, you better put on Iron Chef or something. Because this It is... would be exciting to see the Vikings play at home. However. But that would mean they had to beat the Eagles. So that is not, is, is not a possibility. Yeah. And Philadelphia is out of their minds. Police have already. I saw that the police have already told people like they issued a If you a burn your statement. couch, you're getting thrown. They're like, yeah. yo, we business owners, we can't help you. They've said, Go ahead if you, if you decide up. to open that day. And it's your own fault. It, we can't help you. Hire private security. That, we can't help you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else is exciting? Mm. The Kardashians, Kardashian West family, yeah. has welcomed another child. Really? Who's it, this child? It was a surrogate that had the child. Oh, that's right. I heard about that. Yeah. Is that true? Really? Yeah. Yeah. This is because Kim, the pregnancy, Kim and Kanye? Yeah. The pregnancy was too rough on Kim. She had really difficult pregnancies, so they got a surrogate. So I mean, now she had a pregnancy is what she had. She. Yeah, but she had the two <laughs> different uh, high risks, whatever oh, okay. they were. Well, that's So know. anyway, she got a surrogate. So essentially, you've got three Kardashians who were expecting at the same time. Kylie, who's still supposedly not confirming that she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. And, um, <sighs> sorry. Uh, just saw a burn by Kim Kardashian. Uh, and Kim I'll Kardashian let you, wait, wait. a flamethrower to Twitter. We'll I'm get to that later. I'm going to let you read that in a second. Yeah. However, um, Kylie is denying and she hasn't been photographed with her belly or anything like that, but she had a crib delivered to her house and built outside. Oh, come on. To bring in yesterday or some shit. And uh, Chloe's pregnant by who? Tristan Thompson? Tristan Thompson from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Right. Cur- currently so they're not going to win the championship. Um, and then. It's got a little more to do with Golden State, but okay. <laughs> yep. That's okay. That's right. Golden Kevin State's Durant. having a terrible season. Anyways. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so excited. They're the best team in the league by far. Yeah. The Hornets should have a terrible season like that. I wish. Um, I wish the Sixers had a season this bad. So, read the tweet. Okay, okay. so. So, uh, this week in. Chloe was previously married to Lamar Odom, who, who we saw in Vegas. Daniel and I saw in Vegas. Did you? Yeah, he was gambling oh, in, he in a Vegas? light pink hoodie. Really? That's strange. Very. But <laughs> you're also did he look six okay? foot something. Like, we're going to see you in a light pink hoodie. How'd he look? Did he look? He was chilling. He was low key. Okay. So, he didn't look like he was still on the stuff? Nah. Okay. Good for Lamar. No, well, he's tweaking a little. Uh, okay, so Lamar Odom on Khloe Kardashian, he said, I knew my marriage to Khloe was over, quote, when she was on her second or third NBA player, unquote. He's salty. You Kim, know he's salty. Kim Kardashian retweeted that and said, or second or third brothel, because Lamar Odom yeah, was frequenting uh, yeah. brothels and, OD. and strung out on drugs at the time. So burn. He Kim brought Kardashian. one burn and then Kim lit a forest fire right, right after like, his burn. You better call Smokey so the La- Bear. Yeah, so so Lamar Odom's joint was like the poop bag they leave on your step. Yeah. Right. Like he yeah. lit it and left it on the step and then Kim burned down the entire neighborhood. <laughs> right. After having elephant shit all over it and then burned it. It then burned it down. So Lamar um, man, still taking L's out here. That's sad. Yeah. That's second or third brothel. Good Whoa. gracious. Speaking of brothels, Trump. Ugh. What did he had a sex uh what? a sex worker? That, there, are th- there are three of them apparently now. Yeah, they're lining up. Listen, how many people have to line up 
for you to actually go, okay, th- this was not new news no, no, to no, anybody. No, no. no, and the thing that that a lot of the uh, the people who, there's two reasons to cover the story. One obviously is is because of the salacious uh, sexual aspect of the story, and then there's the where did the money come from? Who paid for the Mm-mm. who paid for the hush money? Mm-mm. So that's us. The taxes. campaign. The campaign. Them people writing them little checks at home. Yeah, for <laughs> the people, Trump's attorneys who are apparently creating companies <laughs> that's paying these people off through the company through through but, the companies yeah, yeah. The, the sweet old lady down in alabama that wanted to make america great again <laughs> i'm gonna send him my last 52 dollars uh, yeah well he's paying off these whores with it gross oh well well so we got a big show coming up today yeah this is good stuff this is um, um we just recorded the interview so we know already what's coming up yeah yeah. Um, Y'all don't know. Oh my God, mind blown! But it was amazing. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, it goes on a bit, but it's worth every every second. Every listen, and go in with an open mind. The interview's three hours long. Yeah, okay. so <laughs> pack a sandwich, bring your toothbrush. But it's a riveting three hours. Uh, Wait, did you pack a sandwich? I didn't get a fucking no, sandwich. I Damn I it! Forgot. I've got a some granola somewhere. Uh, <sighs> Tim Starnes is a young man, a playwright. Who reached out to us on Twitter? Humorist reached us out to us on Twitter. Has a very interesting story to tell. Uh, runs Mi- a s- stories. I- stories. Interesting. Stories, sells it short. And uh, this all- man has an amazing, <laughs> yeah, this mind is blowing, mind blowing story to tell. We also stories. learned a little something about Will in the in the uh, yeah. In we the learned a lot about Will. Will, yeah, Will learned a bunch of shit about Will. Um, but <laughs> it's weird when you talk in third person. I know <laughs> it was weird to learn all that about me. Tim is a is a uh, uh, expert, I would say, in the paranormal. He would he would probably he's not a that, medium. He's a right. He's not a medium, but right. he knows more of a large an awful <laughs> lot about about the paranormal. Kidding. He runs a company that, that that offers ghost tours in kind of the outlying areas around Charlotte. Uh, interesting fellow. So we great, to him. great guy. Yeah, great mm-hmm. guy. Fascinating nice guy. story. The interview was great. Um, he knows his stuff. He knows his listen, stuff. Listen, listen. They'll find all this out in the next. Yeah, we don't want to give it yeah. all away, yeah. but just, just, just go just, in with an open mind for sure, because I think it's, it's, it's mind blowing. But if you're immediately shut off to it, you're not going to yeah. have your eyes opened. Yeah. So kind of squint them. I have to get this phone call. So I love you guys. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Let's. Uh, we'll be back with the next segment. Then after we'll that. be back with our interview with Tim Starnes, everybody. Some great shows coming up at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina over the next several weeks. Running out through uh, January through, let's say, the beginning of February. This weekend, Eliza Schlesinger, Eliza Schlesinger, that is, January 19th and 20th, Friday, Saturday night. Two shows each night. All shows sold out. So forget it. You're not getting tickets to get into Eliza uh, Schlesinger. Check with the box office. We'll tell you. Sometimes people cancel, but uh, we'll tell you how to reach the box office uh, in just a few minutes. One night, one night only. Jay Moore, you know, from Saturday Night Live. You know him from Jerry Maguire. You know him from Conan, Opie and Anthony, ESPN, all kinds of places. Jay Moore, one night, one night only, January 24th. That is January 24th. Joey Coco Diaz, the 25th through the 27th. He will be here in town at the Comedy Zone. Michael Costa, you know him as a professional tennis player, now from The Daily Show, February 3rd and 4th. 
Big J. Okerson coming back February uh, 8th through the 10th. Burt Kreischer, February 15th through 17th. Gary Owen, February 22nd through the 25th. Jay Farrow coming back at the end of March. Cristela Alonzo coming back uh, in April to the Comedy Zone. So lots of great shows coming up. Here's how to find out about tickets. 980-321-4702. That's the box office number. 980-321-4702. Website, cltcomedyzone.com. All the dates and details are there at cltcomedyzone.com. Find the Comedy Zone on social media at Comedy Zone CLT on uh, Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat and Comedy Zone CLT on Facebook as well. As for the podcast, you can find us, uh, of course, everywhere you find podcasts. Uh, you can find it for free at the uh, Apple Podcast app, also SoundCloud, also Google Play Music, also Stitcher for your Android users. Uh, leave leave a review, find the show, tell two friends about us. It's the best way to help this podcast continue to grow and do what it does as we approach year number three in the beginning of uh, May sometime. So thanks for tuning in, and uh, here's the next segment. Welcome to the Comedy Zone podcast, everybody. No, I'm kidding. I know it's the second segment. (laughs) Welcome back. Do you know what this um, this song is from? What what show is this from? I used to love this show. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, stop it. You're insulting me. Okay, give me two more guesses. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, the Cosby Show. Yeah, no. Uh, One more. Third, I will try. It is go in the realm of Buffy. Buffy in the realm of Buffy. Yeah. The spinoff with the other dude. Not nope. Angel. No. Not Angel. I'm out of guesses. No, it was Charmed. Charmed. Was it Charmed? Charmed. That you don't, you've never guess. even watched that fucking show. Please, I've seen Charmed. What's it about? It's about some witches. Okay. All right. That's that fair. are charming. Ch- oh, my God. Charming witches. Every every episode of Charmed ends the same way. One of the girls goes like this, and then everything's done. Really? Yeah. That's, pretty much. Sounds, sounds like, like every episode. Sounds like a great no. show. False. Oof. Is this insulting that he played the Charmed <laughs> no, theme song? No, I'm just thinking that's the same way I send my employees away. <laughs> <laughs> Much better than you're fired. Much better right. than that. Uh, well, everybody, welcome back. We have a very special guest. I'm really excited about this. Yes. We have, uh, there's so many ways to describe him. Playwright. Um, a charlatan? Uh, Aren't you yeah. a charlatan? I'm entrepreneur. Well, well, originally, but I live in Charlotte. But you live in Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. Purveyor of all things ghastly. You no. got that right. <laughs> in touch with all realms. In touch with all realms. We got Tim Starnes here, everybody. Tim Starnes here. That's right. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So how- First off, the clap you just did, you did one. You were like, and they're clapping. I'm not going to continue well, clapping. You, you always clap. Once I, I did it once, I got it started. I'm on right. to the next thing. You know uh, what I mean? Once you got I the clap started? I don't have time for clapping. Yeah, I don't got time for clapping. I got Tim Starnes here. Right. right. Please. Oh, well, up. I, I certainly appreciate the fanfare, and even if it's only three claps, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you don't want it. You don't want a lot more than three claps. You know, somebody. Well, if, or the if, clap if, at all. That, you don't want the clap. It. If they do it too long, it becomes a little patronizing. That's <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, like, here he is, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. It, it goes that's down. That's right. Quick. Performers hate long, drawn-out applause breaks. <laughs> <laughs> the worst <laughs> so how's it going man how's, how's everything how's how did this come to be let's let's talk about what how this obviously you're not performing this weekend 
Obviously here yet. Not. This morning, I sent out the emails to my customers saying, we're closed this weekend because the last thing I need is a slip and fall on ice lawsuit. All I'm imagining is an 80-year-old lady. She steps out while she's listening to Ghost Story, falls backwards, and then I'm in the courthouse in Charlotte-Mecklenburg for three months. So let's I not love do those. that. Yeah. <laughs> Will is an attorney. I'm by a day. personal injury attorney. By day. Well, if something ever happens, you're my man. <laughs> right. <laughs> but so, yeah, things are well. Um, I I did have my coffee this morning, so hopefully I won't be too bad. Without it, I'm like a gorilla with a flashlight. It's just kind of like I I wave around, I hit things. But I'm okay. That's good. Yeah, Will that's also rough. waves things around and hits things, but it's with not a flashlight. Well, the else. the Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department has asked that I stop doing that. Right, right. Yeah. But who listens? Good policy. Me. Okay. <laughs> it's a good attorney. <laughs> yeah. He has a kid now. He has to be responsible. I gotta be, I gotta be responsible now. So, um. Hey, there's so much to to get to. Um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about ethereal crack. Sure. Now the name. Can we start with where that came from? Let's definitely do it. It's a question I get asked a lot, and I always love explaining it. Yeah. So this goes back to my days as a playwright uh, years ago. Wait, your days? You don't do it anymore? Well, I still do it, just not as much. Okay, it's just I not your main world, focus. Not the world. The U.S.'s largest ghost tour agency to run. Do I sound like that? Time to sit down and write. Right. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, sometimes. Um, here's the um, the gist of it. Um, when I was a playwright, my proven naming scheme is you take two words. Everything's got to be two words. Use like a normal word and something kind of outrageous and out there. You combine the two together and you've got something that will sell. So, ethereal, hmm. meaning kind uh, of... Yeah, go ahead and take yeah, notes on that. <laughs> yeah, that's a trade secret. Feel free to use it. Um, ever write a book? Do that. You'll gotcha. sell books. Um so ethereal meaning perfect, crack meaning, you know, obviously broken. So That is not what I thought of when I thought of crack. Well, precisely. That's my point. It's eyebrow raising. So yeah, you're going to kind of go like, huh? <laughs> and then you're going to look, and then you're never going to forget it. Right. And it's, you don't forget that name. No, you never will. And it works perfectly Especially well. Especially drug addicts. They're not forgetting that name. Well, I'm not condoning I drug know that. use. Let's, let's not say that. Give me some of that ethereal crap. Listen, we've, we've got an attorney in the room. You're good. Uh, you're, well, you're that covered. does make me feel better. So what were a couple of the runner-ups? Do you remember some of the other concepts or ideas you would thought? Oh, that was it. That, it just, when, that was... when it came to me, it was over. Really? The light just bing! Bing, and that's really how it all works. Anything I ever do starts out as a joke, literally. So if today we went, oh, um, let's start a wax museum of prominent fudge makers, huh. I swear next year we'd be opening a museum of No, no, we would not. You, <laughs> well, would you would be the only one who's like, point. I'm going to do this. Sorry. I'd be like, you got this. Excuse me for my inclusive right. language. I'd give you three claps and be like, yeah. You'd give the three claps. I'd back it to him. Thank you. I That's, I'm saying, no, we it. wouldn't, but y'all would. <laughs> I plan to be in another state. So. We'd be raking in the fudge. Well, I prefer cash, but you know, we well, had right. cash as opposed to. I'm fudge. on a diet. I can't. I can't do the fudge. You can't do the fudge. Uh-uh. Oh, you're on a diet. What, yeah. Why you? You did the doctors say this? You need to do this, no, or you I, just decided? I looked in the mirror and said, the "I mirror need said to you do, need this. To do this." Okay. <laughs> is this a New Year's resolution? No, this has been going on for like a year. Oh, okay. Yeah, this, this is, is 2017 back, yeah, resolution. This is back when I was working a day job, and people right. knew before lunch to not interact with me because mm. I'd be like, <sighs> I'd be like Hangry. a dinosaur off Jurassic Park. It'd just be. <sighs> So what what was the day job? I worked as kind of a functionary at one nonprofit, and then I was the CFO at another one. Okay. Um, nonprofit I, for what? 
So both were homeless shelters. Okay. One was just general men, women. The other was for women and children. It okay. was like a domestic violence deal. In Charlotte? Uh, South Carolina. So okay. close enough. It was very okay. close to the border. Um, but I've always been kind of a showman at heart. It's yeah. always been like, I love doing this. So yeah. eventually, as this kind of grew and I realized, well, wait a minute, I kind of take this show on the road and do something with it. I said, sorry, guys. Peace out. I put my two weeks in. Um, At least you were nice putting yeah. your two weeks in. Some people are like, yeah. fuck you, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> no notice. Notice I'm not there for two weeks. <laughs> That's the way I felt. But I was That's nice what I'm about, about to do it. with the new job. Um, <laughs> so I left on like a Friday. I took a week-long vacation out in Utah, and then I took this and started. Because you really like Mormons? Why Utah? Well, I had a best friend out there who was oh. doing an internship. He's out at MIT doing his grad oh. degree now. But he was out there, so I figured, you know what? This is the perfect opportunity. And then, business secret, I went to different tourist attractions. You can write that off on your taxes as research. Ah. So, bam, Love I went it. out there, Love it. saw and did some cool stuff, and then I came back here, and I have not stopped running since. That's good you took a week then. Yeah, Shit. I know, right. I, I don't so much as sleep anymore as I pass out. I think right. that's mm. the idea of it. I just kind of, whoop. What do you mean? Take my melatonin, go to sleep at two o'clock in the morning, wake yeah. up at eight, and get back to it. Wow, crazy town. What was it about ghost tours that made you think this is what I want to do? So, I will say readily, it was not. I went, oh, ghost tours. This is like the best idea <laughs> ever. Just woke up one day and went, ghost tours, son. Here's That's how what... it happens. <laughs> um, December of last year, so December of seventeen, um, my significant other and I, we went on a trip to Savannah, Georgia. And, uh, Wait, like this past December or the one before that? The one before that. Okay, so 2016. 16. I was like, what really do you mean, like a month ago? <laughs> no. Really Damn, you have time. done some work in a month. <laughs> Damn. I wish I was that good. Yeah. Um, but somehow we ended up at this, uh, I think it's called Griffin, Griffin Tea Room. And we're sitting there, we're having lunch, whatever. And she just looks at me and she goes, I want a tea house. So you know me, like this bumbling idiot. I'm like, sure, I'll get you one. So, um, you're like right after our fudge <laughs> makers fudge wax museum. museum. Yeah, I know. Right. Um, so about a week I'm sitting there, I'm tallying up. I'm like, how much is this going to cost? But I don't do anything shabbily. I do it right. Right. So I start adding up the cost of fine China and tea and all this kind of stuff. And the zeros started adding on. I'm like, oh, okay, this is a lot more expensive than what I initially thought. <laughs> so, um, it's my significant other and her mom. The two of them are my only other company executives. So it's the three of us that run the whole deal. And I went, well, you know, this is going to be quite pricey. What are we going to do? So we said, you know what? We'll do it. Let's just figure out a way to raise the money. Because I don't yeah. have investors, nobody. All of it's my own money. I, right. There's nobody else that I can get money from. Right. So um, one day as I was going to a meeting with um, Lisa, Savannah's mom, about the tea, um, I literally went as I was walking out the door. Waxhaw Ghost Tour. I went to the meeting. It changed into a meeting about the Waxhaw Ghost Tour. We talked about it. Within two hours, we decided. Are there a lot of ghosts in Waxhaw? There's a lot of ghosts everywhere. Well, Um, true. But I mean, you know, there's like some areas that are more specifically haunted. North Carolina is really rife with like demonic activity. You ain't got to worry about ghosts here. You got to worry about demons here. And that's. I mean, I'm sitting across from one. Half of them are in the legislature. Well. I won't go That's there, true. but I'm giving you a key. First nod. name Pat, last name McCrory. We're not a political podcast. Yeah. Just a disclaimer. I violated one of our core tenets. Yeah, I'm not going to go there. Um, 
But yeah, um, you'd be honestly very surprised. Um, I would be. That's yeah. true. <laughs> if you want to uh, learn kind of a fun fact, I guess start out the uh, podcast. Show me your hand. Put up your hand for me. Okay, so for our listeners at home... If My you, hand is beautiful. I should be a hand model. If you want to know an easy <laughs> way to split someone's hand in two, you simply take their fingers, so two on I'm the left take side, hand three on now. the right, and just pull very hard either direction. Okay. Their hand will come in two very easily. What? Why the fuck is that? <laughs> is that the, Where did that, that come from? What? Just because I can. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that makes sense, though. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody thinks about it, but but this. High, yeah, high well, awesome. now I'm uncomfortable. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't worry, I'll use somebody else for my next live demonstration. This one. So what? Uh, yeah, you can split me all up. It's fine. Oh, that's fine. So you said that several times. <laughs> you're 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 then you're a believer in the supernatural. Then yes, and this isn't something. Are you? This isn't you know. I I don't know. I don't know. I've never had a reason. F- so are you questioning it? Probably. Yeah. Why okay. Don't we go around the table. Yeah. Are you? Uh, I believe in God, so therein alone, I believe in things I can't Spirits see at the moment. And Spirits and spirits, things and, like that. Yeah, I'm all into it. Yeah. Not necessarily, but it's weird. I'm like I'm a, a Christian and I'm into that, but have not been into angels and demons. Right. Hmm. So it's it that's interesting. That's that, that's, a, that's, that's a that's a juxtaposition. But I also don't know much about it. Right. I, aside from watching Ghostbusters, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know much about that world. That's not good source that's material. Not that's not good source material. So that's not a well, good place to start. No, that's like going to Wikipedia. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, that's how I got through college. What do you mean? Don't go to Wikipedia. <laughs> Same here. How, how did you come to believe in in the supernatural? So I had a very very weird paranormal experience when I was like five years old that um, kind of formed it for me. And this is actually the first story we tell in the Waxhaw Ghost Tour. But I, I of course can tell it here. Um, when I was like five or six, of course, I was in elementary school. So during the summer, um, my grandparents would look after me because my parents would be at work. So um, I don't know like exactly when this happened or anything. But um, one of the key details here is my grandma's living room wall was basically what I call a wall of windows. So we're talking a three by three panel. Okay. You could see like the leftmost side of the yard sweeping out across. And there was a column on the right side and a glass storm door. So I guess depending on where you're standing in the room, you could finish seeing the right side of the lawn. Um, but anyway, I'm literally laying there in my grandma's living room, probably watching Sesame Street or something. Who knows? Um, but all of a sudden, something in kind of like my interior monologue, which keynote here, if your interior monologue tells you to do something, great idea, follow it. Um, tells Unless me to you want to kill someone, then well, don't follow. Don't follow that. <laughs> Uh, I look up, and on the leftmost side of my grandma's lawn is a glowing figure of white light. It looks like exactly like one of us, so it's got a shape and everything. No clothes, no facial features. It's just white light. Um, the only thing I can p- compare it to is I've seen similar drawings on like the covers of New Age health books. Um, so just mm. Google that, and you might find something. Um, but it begins to kind of nonchalantly walk out across my grandma's lawn. And, mm-hmm. of course, even at five years old, you realize that, wait a minute, crazy people see this sort of thing. Right. But I need to watch this. So I watch it. and is it? Yeah, because how do you look away? Yeah, exactly. Right. At that point. Um, it's not so much that you're entranced. You just know that you're seeing something that you should not see. Right. So I watch it. And then I distinctly remember, even to this day, rolling on the floor to finish watching it go by the storm door. So I could see it go across the right side of the lawn. And it's gone. It's totally vanished. Could um, you go outside? No. Uh, e- even at that age, you're like, uh, oh, hell no, I ain't doing that. So um, years passed. It was four or five years ago as my grandma passed away. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have ever had to scrape off old 
wallpaper, like the kind with the wallpaper paste, Mm -hmm. it's a special circle of hell. I hope you never (laughs) have to do it. But me and my aunt are in this back bedroom. It was my grandma's bedroom. We're back there. We're scraping. How old are you at this point? I'm 23. In this story, the wallpaper. In that story, I'm probably like 19. Okay. Maybe 18. Okay. I don't remember. Um, But we're scraping away this wallpaper, and um, we're just telling stories back and forth. This is like a three-day endeavor. And um, I tell the story just the same way I told you guys. My aunt just stops, and she looks at me kind of stunned, and she goes, well, I guess all the rest of us just kind of forgot to tell you this, and you were too young for us to say anything at the time, but your grandma saw it too. Um, she had an like open door to the kitchen, and she was standing there, and she watched just as I did walk across the front yard. So that kind of really confirmed it for me. And the craziest thing is, and of course, um, this, I guess this is debatable, all of the paranormal experiences I've ever had have been shared with somebody else. So somebody else has seen it at the exact same time I have. So the thing That's I like a say, confirmation. Right. The thing I like to say is one person sees it, so I just, only I see it, you can call me crazy, and I understand it. But multiple people see it, There's what do you have truth. to say then? If it's something totally explainable, like, you know, it was a light from a car shining on the window. That or, walked across, yeah. Uh, well, precisely, right. and it doesn't make right. sense, but you can always say there's some physical explanation. But for a lot of this, I don't have an explanation. What, what was your next one? <sighs> That's a good question. Um, I did not I mean, have, have they been regularly occurring? No. Okay. So I had that experience when I was like five, and then the bulk of them started when I was either 18 or 19. Okay. Um, one day when I was in high school, um, my parents came home around like 5.30. I'd be home from like 4 to 5.30 by myself. And um, they have like this upstairs like bonus room sort of deal. So, it's not a sound effect. He just accidentally hit yeah, the mic. It sounded you know, very damning just a second ago. <laughs> kind of spooky sound yes. effects. Woo. Um, and I was sitting there in this upstairs kind of bonus room just doing whatever. And it sounds like somebody's trying to break into our back door. So it sounds like somebody's actively like fidgeting with the lock. So there's the... That would freak me the fuck out. So I kind of creep down you know? the stairs and kind of go around the corner and kind of look. Nobody's there. Okay. Fine. And this continues for like two hours until my parents get home. Have no explanation for it. Um, then... In one summer when I was home from college, I was working at the Museum of the Waxhaws as their intern. Um, and I really enjoyed it. So my yeah. parents went on, I think it was a cruise for a week. Uh-huh. I just stayed home. We had things to do at the museum. Fine. Right. So I'm home alone again. And I'm um, laying in bed. It's like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. And I will readily admit, I'm a scaredy cat. So I right. sleep with the TV on. And I specific, and this is a good tip for anybody out there, I sleep with TV land on because no scary movie commercials ever come <laughs> on For TV sure. Land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's you got to watch the PG stuff. Yeah, right. It's yeah. a great tactic. Um, and who can beat, you know, Golden Girls and the Nanny? And right. right, right, right. Who can beat right. that? Right. So, um, Though that is frightening for some people. Well, like, fair ah, point. Yeah. Oh. Fran Drescher. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's the Sheffield. Um, <laughs> and I'm lying there, and I just wake up to hearing this woman screaming bloody murder. I'm talking Yo. like somebody's got a knife. <laughs> wake up, just bolt up in bed, and... It kind of goes on for a couple more seconds. So you're still hearing it. And then it's gone. And I look at the TV, and it's Everybody Loves Raymond. Nobody's screaming like that on an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond. Not any of them I've seen. Uh, exactly. That's definitely unexplained. Um, and a couple more odd things happened in my parents' house, but here's my blatant opinion. Um, Do you think your parents' house is haunted? Yes. And what I think happened mm. is... Um, nope. Wouldn't be staying there anymore. <laughs> well, I, I try not to go down there by myself nowadays. Um 
My parents built a new house, the house that all this happened in, in like 2008. Um, before then, it was like a um, modular home. Is that what you call it? So it just got sold. They picked it up. They moved it. When the new oh. house was built, a huge amount of like dirt was moved around on the spot mm. to level it off and everything. It is my personal opinion that somebody is dead underneath that house and nobody knows about it. Because if you think about it, if they had a quote-unquote grave there, if it was disturbed... They're PO'd. Yeah. That's going to explain the activity. My dad, I think, has experienced stuff in the house. But he won't, he admit, won't it. admit it because my mom's scared of it. My mom actively is like, I don't believe this, blah, blah, blah. But my dad always gives me she that kind She has to. Of, She's probably doing that as a defense mechanism, right? Well, I think so. And my dad always just kind of gives me that look like, okay, I, I know what you're saying. Right. And to make things even weirder. Um, Did you tell them about the bloody murders? I've told them about all this. But then something happened. Your poor this... mom is like, shut up. Shut up. It's not <laughs> right. real. She's like, no. My mom's terrified now. Oh, I'll bet. tell you why. Because um, You better buy her a new house. About six months ago, um, they sold my grandmother's house and moved it. So that house was picked up, moved away. Okay. It sat there for all those years um, just uninhabited so um they kept it up and everything because they knew they were gonna do something with it right but um i think it was july when it was moved the night it was moved my parents went out and had dinner and they came back when they walked in the picture of my grandparents 50th wedding anniversary that has never moved the years it has been there was lying face down in the hallway totally on like somebody just picked it up took it and placed it on the floor Totally untouched, and they were afraid to pick it up. They were. My mom was like, I'm not going to touch it. So it took pretty much two or three days before my mom would pick it up and put it back on the wall. It hasn't moved again since. There is just so much weird, unexplained stuff down there yeah. that I wouldn't touch with a six-foot pole. Because <laughs> while I... See, my thing is... Because people are six feet under? Is that why you said a six-foot pole? That's funny. I did not think about that, <laughs> but that's good. I'm going to use that. She's good. That's I why am. we have her. Yeah, that's why. So that's the only reason they keep me around. Yeah, yeah. the puns. I'm not the here to crazy. scare people. Um, when I'm no, doing ghost tours, not. that's entirely not what I'm doing. What I'm out here is to educate people, because I will actively, and I tell my tour guides this, I don't condone messing with it. Like, we'll tell a story. Somebody used a Ouija board. But we're not going to tell you to go out and use one because it's a terrible idea. So why? I think, why? Why is it a terrible idea? Because if you use it and you, you know, piss off you a think ghost they're real. or something. I know they're real. I'm There's, saying the little Ouija boards that you can buy manufactured by Hasbro or it's whatever. It's not the manufacturing. It's the way people use it. So okay. it's not the object. It's when it's used, it turns bad. Um, mm, every time. There's no positive usage to it. I mean, there's positive usages. I mean, I won't say it's absolutely. But to the untrained person, But to an not. untrained person who's sitting there goofing around like, hee hee, uh, and yeah. going to mess around. They could definitely summon up something that they're not going to be able to handle. Um, I think that's something that has happened out in Gastonia, North Carolina. No, that's meth. It's different. <laughs> Fair uh, point. They're, they're not ghosts. Fair that's bath salts. <laughs> they look dead. But right. They're not ghosts. They've now, just been um, eating people's faces. <laughs> Listen, I'm not kidding about this. Um, there's a, a place called Lincoln Academy. Um, it's ruins now. Um, it was, what was it? It was built in the early 1920s as a preparatory school for okay. young African-American girls. So it was literally a, a boarding school. Right. In the 50s, it was changed into a high school, and then it was just moved to another place altogether in the mid-50s. Okay. So it kind of turned into a party joint for teenagers. Like they, oh. went out there, they partied, did all right. that sort of thing. In the early 70s, a lady by the name of Kathleen Smiley was murdered there. 
absolute. I won't go into the depths of it because it's grisly. It's a terrible. Why death. was she murdered? Nobody really knows. Okay, was she so it's just, just a murdered random... with, not with detail, but was it? So she was. Was it a knife in the kitchen? She was barbed wired to a tree out there and basically gutted while she was tied to the tree. Okay. Oh boy. She lived down in Georgia. There was no reason for her to be in North Carolina. Um, oh. The only way the police found out what happened is the night that she was, her parents basically found her missing. How old was she? She was a college age. So okay. she was in college. She was okay. in her early 20s. Um, the police get a call. They say, listen, um, there's something going on out at the Ruins of Lincoln Academy. The police go out there. They find Kathleen. Two dead. hours dead. Gutted. Um, two hours later, they found her car out there on fire. So... It's all kind of split up. Ever but s- never solved. Case never well, solved. two guys got arrested for her murder. But, I, as again, I won't get into it fully, but there are many pieces of it that I don't feel match up. One of the rumors mm. is that a motorcycle gang did it, but she lived down in Georgia, so why would there be any reason right. for her to be in North Carolina? I throw that out. However, like I said... How do I um, not know these stories that I'm from Charlotte? Like, this is bizarre. I don't don't feel bad. Even the crime reporter for the Gaston Gazette had no idea. I had to tell him about it. Wow. Um, it's pretty forgotten. If you talk to locals, Which is they crazy. know a bit more about it, if, especially if they lived there at the time. But it's a very forgotten story. Um, I have to say, with all the kind of rape... Like, rape... I'm getting my words mixed up in my head. Rife, demonic stuff going on in North Carolina. It's going to be not surprising to me if it was if it had something to do with like Satanism or something. I mean, honestly. Oh, well, like thank somebody. you so much for coming in, Tim Starnes. Right. I, I know. We'll see you next week. Um, no, you mean like as a sacrifice? I don't. I don't want to say yes, but honestly, in I your lean opinion, I in lean your opinion, that. okay. There's going to be people who say no. That's not what happened. Of blah, course, blah, there blah. are. But I honestly because they'd rather looking, blame it on two humans, yeah. and not believe in the what the um what makes it worse um is that um, <laughs> what there's a worse Kathleen, is there a worse of bad. Kathleen when she was uh, murdered was also raped and that's not that's very serious and I, the reason I bring that up and her last name was Smiley yeah Smiley I'm gonna um, have to, I've never heard this story before and the thing is is that when she was um. Of course, killed. All that terrible stuff happened. Um, ever since th- the event of that, um, there has been a shadow figure sighted along the ruins out there of Old Lincoln Academy. She's haunting it. No. And if you're seeing a shadow, you're not seeing a ghost. You're I won't say it's demon. absolute, but, I mean, it's it's pretty pretty firm. Um, you're not seeing a ghost. You're seeing a demon. There's a demon out there. People who have gone out there to kind of goof around and see if they could see Kathleen have been Fuck punched, that. hit, scratched, all sorts Fuck of things out there. That. There's photographs online where people have posted where you can see, like, you know, their backs, their arms are just like, it looks like somebody with long nails just went. So why wouldn't anybody, um, uh, I guess, exercise that area? The problem is, I think it's so. Bad. You think it's so heavily? <laughs> Would you I mean, exercise in that area? Listen, I'm not saying that, but there are no, people. I'm I yes. <laughs> yeah, I would do some squats, do some push-ups, some burpees. There's yeah. Our listeners. So, I mean, I'll tell this story. I had a ghost in my condo for about two months. Tim, um, we're working on, and, th- and this. Did will you also... bring anybody with you today? No. I need to know. 
Uh, I guess this will also can be like the first time announcement. So we're working on opening up like a weird North Carolina, South Carolina history slash paranormal history museum here in Charlotte. Okay. Ooh. In the process, I'm collecting different artifacts. Either they're donated, I scour the internet and buy them. Is this like the room from the um, Annabelle movies where all like the artifacts that have a certain paranormal fix on them are like locked away well they're all going to be interspersed in the museum it's not going to be a typical museum so um Mm-mm. it's it's going to be i'm a not place going to that museum tim i'm sorry you could literally go in there and get lost for about four hours and i'm doing that on purpose um it the i'm not going to get into that that's okay. going to be a all surprise right. so let's let's go to your condo you had a ghost right. because Damn. if there's fudge i'll be there yes <laughs> so um like i was in saying, your condo i i buy artifacts online for and you know i have them shipped to the condo because i'm quite frankly lazy our and storage crazy. unit well yeah crazy <laughs> because too. no if, you're, store- if something has a spirit <laughs> attached to it you keep that shit. That's going to a P.O. box. Well, here's the thing. Our storage unit's down in uh, so Let the UPS store deal with the demons. Right. <laughs> I don't want to like, tell them that it's going there. They might refuse to like take right. my shipments. Right. I don't want to. And, and, they don't pay me enough for this. Yeah. <laughs> and I go there pretty often. I don't want to get like the side eye. Like, what have you right. had shipped here? Um, a skull. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so it's down in Mint Hill, so I have to take everything down there, and I just don't feel like going most of the time. So we have like a little breakfast nook. Our condo's not big, but um, yeah, we got a little breakfast nook. I stack everything up in there, and eventually I'll load it up, take it. Yeah. Um, Instead of doing a million right. trips. Just, just a quick note I do share my condo with one other person, a friend from college, but she's only there on um, weekends. So okay. she's living with her parents out in Mooresville. In the meantime, you have other people there. Right, kind of. Not um, physically. So this begins about two months ago. I'd say like early November. Um, I have this. Uh, I'm sorry, side note. What did you have shipped to you that brought this? Secret. I'm, I'm not going to give that okay. away. Because. Uh, mm. Come to the museum when it opens. Right. And I'll right. put, but I'll there put was, up a... Um, but there was a specific thing yes. that brought it. Yes. <laughs> so there was no activity. No activity. This thing arrives. You get a package. I unpack it. I There's look activity. at it. I repack it. I leave it in the breakfast nook. Um, I have Well, you snook. put it in the nook. I think that was your first mistake. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess the ghost doesn't like brunch. Story of my life. Ah, whatever. Like put it in the nook. Ghost Bad do not mistake. like nooks. No. Um, I do know that. Mimosas and eggs benedict for that ghost. We're not fun. Um... Uh, Bad memories of brunch. Yeah, um, I'm not a person who's ever had nightmares. I I don't. I, I have weird dreams, but not nightmares. I think right. there's a big difference. Um, but I have this nightmare, and this is going to sound so strange because it is. Um, I dream that I'm in a Burger King, and you know what a Burger King looks like. I mean, because it, it looks different. Well, that, and it looks different than any other. Yeah, yeah, it looks place. a specific way. So it's daytime. The lights are on. It's bright outside. Everything looks fine, but there's nobody in the restaurant. So nobody. I'm no standing employees. at the right. No employees. No nothing. I'm standing at the counter like I'm going to order, but nobody's there. And for some odd reason, there's like crystal vases on every of the tables. I don't know why. And I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, I which feel, also would never happen at exactly. Burger King. <laughs> and for some odd reason, I feel this presence. So I start looking around, and all of a sudden, and this is going to sound so stereotypical, honestly, I, I realize this, but there is this girl in a white gown with flowing black hair over her face like 10 feet away from me and she's like growling and snarling and just kind of like crawling toward and, and i guess move. 
Well, I can't. I guess I'm ghetto in my dreams because I start blah, 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 blah. I mean, I just start tearing her a new one. And it's like, Bitch, that outfit doesn't even go with your hair. You I, should know better than to wear white. I swear to you, that's precisely pretty much how it was. Okay. And I just, like, lose it. And as I'm yelling at her, she'll start backing up. So I guess she was like, I ain't screwing with this dude. Right. Yeah. Like, you know what? He's crazier than I am. He's right. destroying my self-confidence. <laughs> right. I'm not doing this. I'm not yeah. going to be able to post on I'm gonna Instagram I'm going to go back anymore. to my nook. Yeah. <laughs> so this dream goes on for I don't know how long, because of course you can't tell the passage of time. Yeah. So next morning I get up and I'm like, ha ha, what a funny dream, blah blah. I tell people yeah. about it. It's nothing. That's not really serious. a nightmare. That's just a weird dream. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So fast forward about two months. Um, my roommate comes home one weekend and she says, "What do you have in this condo? Like, what are you talking about?" She's like, "Does she have any sensitivity to the?" No. Okay. But she's always been scared she will with all of the stuff Shit, I bring that you're around. Bringing in. See? Because her joke P.O. box, baby. P.O. box. When I told her, you know, we're going to start doing this, she's like, don't bring anything haunted into this condo. And I was like, ha ha, I'm not. But in the back of my head, I was like, so I am. Um, <laughs> you're like, it's a side. Like, I can't help it. Yeah. It happens. Um, so is your roommate your significant other or is this no, another No, this person? is a totally okay. Just okay. a college so friend. A, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, we met in college, uh, interning together up at the... Um, Levine Museum in Uptown Charlotte. Okay. Um, so she comes home and she's like, listen, I came home from work. And this is like probably like six o'clock for her. She's walking around the house and all of a sudden she hears her mom, who's not there, laughing from somewhere inside nope. the house like she's there. So just her laugh playing. And is her mom alive? Yes. Okay. She's a pilot. So she's out in the air over Texas or that something would freak at me the out. same time. No way she's there. She said, didn't happen again, no nothing. So I was joking with her. I was like, ha ha, whatever it was, it's with you now. Right. So I was thinking, oh, I'm scot-free. It left. It went with her. It's not with me anymore. Yeah, it's attached to her now. Here's the thing. No less than a week later, I'm standing in our kitchen um, at 11 o'clock. A.M. or P.M.? P.M. Because I'm a night owl. It matters. Um, it does. No, I'm, and I'm standing there making a cup of tea. And um, and we've got this island in the kitchen. And, it, and all, the floor plan's open. And it looks into our living room. And then the breakfast nook is like at the very end off to the left. Mm-hmm. So you can pretty much see the whole thing. I'm standing there. And I'm like mixing the tea up. And all of a sudden I see a white gown and black hair run through our living room and take a left into the breakfast nook. I'm like, oh, shit. This is not good. <laughs> this is Burger King all over again. Did you start ripping into her again? No, I did not start ripping into her again because I didn't know what to do. Right. So I kind of creep back there and it looks normal. Everything, all my boxes. You don't see her. There. So th- that instant, I packed it all up and took it down to the car. And I was like, it's going to stay in the car. So, fine. <laughs> no, I would not be driving with that spirit. And then I'm going to sell the car. Here's yeah. the issue. <laughs> then I'm going to burn the car. Things were normal for a couple of days, and then the and then the um, next you packed it up right then and there, right then and there. I took it, I took it out down to the car. I was right. like, "It's not staying." In this Did car. you tell your roommate? No. Okay, um, she's gonna know now. Well, I told her afterwards. I didn't tell her when it happened. Sure, yeah. Um, was she in the house? No. Okay, I was home alone. Oh. Um, so a couple of days go by, oh. everything's fine, and then all of a sudden, my com- brand new computer starts acting funny. Acting then, funny how? Like, the programs wouldn't work. The battery would go dead very fast. Then it started happening to my cell phone. The battery wouldn't last. Don't they say that about paranormal activity? It right. drains Cause the... Because spirits that aren't attached to something will actively feed off of electricity. So that explains a lot of hauntings is that the ghost is not necessarily bound to something, which is sometimes the case. Sometimes if you get rid of a haunted object, you get rid of You're the spirit. You're good, yeah. But 
obviously at this point, I don't know if it's tethered to the object or it's free, but I think it was free because I took the thing down to the car and it was draining the batteries. So I'm like, oh, this is even worse. This is not good. This is awful. So, um, sorry, I have all these follow up questions that I have oh, don't to ask. Worry. Did you bring, the, had you already put that object in the car? No, no, no. But did you drop it off in Mint Hill or wherever? Mm-mm. Okay, it's so it's still car. in your car. Right. So you could technically bring it back and hope that it attaches again. Right, but that's rarely the case. It will rarely reattach to the same object. If it gets loose, it's going to attach to something pretty much of greater value than what it was attached to. Okay. So it's going to upgrade itself. It's going to upgrade. It's going to go from like a two-room to a three-room. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. All right. Good. Um, so good. Having going, some self-respect. Yeah. Good. I mean, good for the ghost. I mean, I've really. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, this is not good. What am I going to do? So a couple days go by, and every day I'm pretty much walking around just telling it like I'm not scared. Whatever you're thinking you're doing, it's not going to work. Because it worked in the dreams. I'm just walking around every once in a while just kind of talking to it and being like, no. Any response? Right. Nothing. Nothing nothing happened. Three or four days go by, and this time, it's probably like 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm in the kitchen again making another cup of tea. I'm standing there at the sink. I need you to stop on the tea. Well. Okay? Stop drinking tea, and you'll stop saying ghosts. I guess that's a fair That's the correlation. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I'm at the sink, and um, we got a window that looks out. And... I, I think it was trying to scare me and also leave at the same time. And I say that because I'm standing in the sink. And all of a sudden, a black shadow about the size, I would say, of a bird, looks like it flies from behind my head, over my head, and seemingly like it went out the window. And it scared me, of course. I'm like, And it's a around. shadow, so it's something shadow. demonic. It's clearly something demonic, and I, don't, I just don't know. Right. I'll be honest. Um, so I'm going, there's one of two things. It was either trying to scare me just then or it left. Since that, we have not had anything else happen. The batteries went back to normal that instant pretty much. So it's gone. As far as I know, it's gone. Right. If it really I is. I wonder what it attached to. I don't know. It could be anywhere. And it, I think it left because all the weird stuff stopped happening. And now mm-hmm. all the stuff's in the storage unit. So I don't have to worry about that. But Do you go to the storage unit by yourself? Yeah. So fuck that noise. I, I've always joked and no. said we need to set up one of those uh, webcams in yeah. the storage unit. Yeah, have I'm a like, little nest egg, but I'm it'll not, just attach and kill the battery. So I'm not going to do that. I'd prefer to not know. Um, we were talking about, oh, what hours is the museum going to be open and everything? We're not letting any employees stay by themselves like after six. Um, I, I'm just not taking any chances. There's no such thing as paranormal insurance. Maybe that's a field. Uh, hey. I'm looking at her friend well, here. Hey now. Paranormal insurance. Go ahead and write that down. I'll be your first customer. Paranormal insurance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, please go on. But, yeah. So you've touched on kind of the demonic presence. Do you have exper- good experiences with paranormal activi- activity as well? Like more of a positive. I mean, the, the glowing light going across the yard obviously wasn't demonic. I would say in terms of, quote, good, no. I've never had, like, any dead relatives come through. I've never had, like, this brilliant light come through and give me a great idea. So you're sensitive to it, but you're not necessarily a medium. Right. Right? I'm no medium by any means. Okay. I think I have enough of Because there's a couple dogs that I want to say hello to, and (laughs) you can't help me with it. Sadly, I do not know if Fufu says hello. Damn it. Now, Bobby Brown said he had sex with a ghost. What? Oh, goodness Remember gracious. that? We covered this. No, we Bobby didn't Bobby Brown it. said that he had sex with a ghost. 
And I thought that was ridiculous. People he just had a white sheet ghosts. over his hand. <laughs> Is a thing. It definitely does happen. Have people have reported having yes. intercourse with ghosts? Ghosts. People have reported having intercourse with aliens and then meeting their kids with the alien in the in a UFO. Like, Do you believe um, in aliens? Absolutely. Wow. Um, Wait, you shook your head no and said absolutely. So well, I'm a sorry. little confused. Here's the thing. Um, I had a moment of I told you guys uh, earlier. I think it was last week. I think all these stories are I told you guys <laughs> stories. Like, I told you motherfuckers I was sensitive. The Charlotte Observer um, picked up a story. A family in Indian Trail uh, saw a bunch of UFOs and they reported it. It was in the newspaper. You can Google it and find three glowing balls of orange light. I hate to break it to the Charlotte Observer, and they should have called me, is that three glowing balls of orange light are the most commonly spotted UFO sighting in North and South Carolina. By really? far. Absolutely. They saw the most commonly seen UFO. Plain and simple. I've been telling people that for a year. But that's like saying you've seen the most commonly seen unicorn. It's not, nothing's common about it. Well, I mean, if you look at but the tabulated the reports, reports, it's the most common. So it's not, I, I guess people, when they think of aliens, they think of little green people. You know what right. I mean? And I and with ghosts, they probably think of white sheets floating. And I'm, it's just so... I'll do a quick survey of the table. Okay. Because this is kind of... Sure. Important. Let's well, do it. We love surveys. How many of you guys... I have, have ever experienced sleep paralysis. In case you don't know what it is, basically, oh, you wake up. You're usually looking at your bedroom ceiling, but it's really wherever you're facing. You can't move. You can move your eyes. Yep. So you can look around, but you can't talk. You can't mm-hmm. move. No, nothing. That is, I, yes. Are you awake? Yes. yes. No, never yes. happened. To and me. there's like this ominous sort of figure fuck. coming towards me, and I cannot move. That has happened to me. It happened to me the first time what? in law school. There's an ominous figure coming. Yeah, there's like a, a shadowy, scary figure yep. coming towards me and I can't move. That, I gotta the, get out of this room with y'all because if that shit happens to well, me, see, I'm the first calling time all of you I and I will in, be pissed. I was in law school and I had almost a whole bottle of wine. <laughs> that was the first time it happened and I was so freaked out So did out you think it was Tim. the wine? I, well, here was the it thing. Wasn't. It wasn't. No, I, I agree because it it's wasn't. Happened, that's what I'm saying. It, but it's <laughs> happened since with no alcohol. That's what I'm saying, but in your brain, are you like, oh, it's because of the wine, so that's why it happened? That so- was what I thought the first time. Sure. And then the multiple times after, it got so bad and I got so scared, I started sleeping with like a chef's knife next to my bed because I was that freaked out Poor by Sandra. It. Red wine does That's that to wife. me too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but no, I, I. So yes, to answer your question, yes, I have experienced. So that. Wh- when do you snap out of it? Whenever you, it you just do. eventually just something happens and then I it, something lets me it's go. It's like instantaneous. You're just able. All of a, it stops and you're just yeah. Free then to you go. can just you can move again. I don't have this. I, that has happened. It's because my dad's up there. He's like, Mm-mm, don't fuck with her. Okay. <laughs> So I'll bust a cap in your ghost ass. Don't well, do my it. mom passed away. She obviously doesn't care. Your your mom has seen. No, no, no. You, Good for him. Listen, your mom saw the college behavior and she was like, uh-uh, this is what you he deserves. You need to learn a lesson. Hold him still. Yes. <laughs> I got him. You go ahead. So you said yes. I got two questions for you. I'm sure. not going to tell you why I'm asking until we're done because, okay. quite frankly, that's more fun. Yes, indeed. So these questions. He's rhyming now. This is so exciting. <laughs> Tim's no, into it. You can tell he's into it. I love it. I'm no Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Believe me, if I was, I'd be writing children's books. Um, they're a little hard to answer, I'll be honest, just because okay. they're a little open-ended. An Sorry. iffy yes works, but if it's a no, definitely say no. Okay. So the first is you feel like you can affect clocks being near them. So maybe watch batteries die. Maybe one of those analog battery clocks has sprung forward or back in your presence. Anything like that. Okay. 
This is weird. I'm going to tell you why. Because I literally just got my iWatch back. Yep. Because uh, it wasn't working. And all of a sudden, the face just flipped open. And I sent it off. And they said, typically, that's a battery issue. And that battery fluid or something is leaking through the watch. And that's why it happens. It happens sometimes, so we'll fix it for free. So I just got my watch back because the battery went kaput. Well, you just answered question number two. Question number two is, do you feel like you can affect the electronics being near them and lights with the watch? That's a yes. I, I, um, I don't feel like I can affect them, but... They're affected by you sometimes. Do light bulbs last? Have you ever had light bulbs go out extremely fast when you're around? Not that lights I remember. Lights not turn on, anything like that? I've had a lot of lights not turn on. Bam. In his brain. <laughs> <laughs> well... That's we not will, the one he's talking about, though. He's talking about actual life. But yeah, like flip, like at home all the time. Like uh, yeah, you go to flip it on, it doesn't work, and you gotta yeah. So I and then I've Sandra tries that. and it works. Yeah, she yeah she does and it works. Case in point. So you said yes to the sleep paralysis, and you said yes to both the questions. Following, if you follow the ideas of those in the alien abduction community, it said that you've highly likely been abducted by aliens. Now there is a about this explains 30, so much. <laughs> an about thirty question uh, checklist yeah. where you'll get like a percentage. Like they're all yes, no. Then you'll give you a percentage. Those two questions though are considered like the best litmus test. So if you say yes, they're the to most one telling. Above, yes, and you've had sleep paralysis, then it's like. Okay, definitely. The fuck will? It said during sleep paralysis episodes that it very well could be the moment aliens are snatching you from your bed, which would explain the ominous thing approaching you. But it's also said that it's the moment that you're going to be attacked by a demon, and that's the demon coming to get you. Hold on, I need a picture (laughs) of his fucking face right now. So you're kind of like double there. Yeah. I'm not laughing because I don't believe it. I'm laughing because Will's face is hysterical right now. I've never, I've just never had that. I just thought that was just something that happened to people. I never thought that. It happens to tons of people. You'd be surprised. And they're not cognizant of it? What do you mean? Because when people say, oh, they've been abducted by an alien, most other people who have not think, oh, okay, so somebody took you in a light into a UFO and you saw little green people and you're cognizant of it while it's going on. Whereas what you're saying is, you could just be in a sleep paralysis and thinking this is something weird going on, right. and that's when it's happening. Here's my opinion. I believe a lot of alien abduction stories are fabricated. That's my personal belief. Okay. Me too. Um, there's a great episode of Penn and Teller's Bullshit. It's a great show that came on, I believe, in like early 2008 or something. I think it was like their second episode they did alien abductions. Watch that episode. It's going to kind of cover a lot of things that I would say. Um my thing is, is a lot of credible alien abductions. Um, the human brain is, I mean, we don't understand it today. No matter who's, I could get There's the most so advanced neurosurgeon. Sure. They don't know. But anyway, when something like that so traumatic happens, your brain's going to kind of naturally block off the memory because sure. it's so extremely traumatic. Yeah. Um, that really the only way to get a good like alien abduction report is for somebody to do regression therapy. And that's basically you go into a trance. Um, it's able to kind of lift that mental block. You can go through that mental so block. So you can explore the brain then that's blocked it when out. When it's over, when the trance is back, it's the thing. The wall's back. You're good. You, you won't remember it again. That's the way most alien abduction encounters the credible ones are taken it's so through. have you had the same do you think you've been abducted i do not i have had two cases of sleep paralysis 
I personally do not believe I've been abducted for the fact I say no to both of those questions. I don't feel like okay. I can affect the trunk. I don't feel like I can. Unless you've got a spirit attached Unless, to your trunk. Right. right. Exactly. Um, but that, but see, that to me is a little bit of a different question because I don't necessarily feel like I can affect it. But lights act funny and my batteries don't work sometimes. The uh, reasoning <laughs> is that it's said that your body's natural electromagnetic field is altered after an abduction experience. So it's, oh. it's your body that's doing it. It's not you mentally, like Matilda, like causing things to fly around the room. But that would be cool, though. It's your though. body's natural. It would be cool. Body's kind of natural. They don't vibe. say anything about drawing birds to chimneys, do they? What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do birds and chimneys? He's had multiple instances of birds getting in. Well, you know, Same birds track. are attracted um, oh shit! Like crop circles <laughs> and things, birds are attracted to that. I gotta go, y'all. <laughs> Do you have you guys ever heard the hum? If you don't know what that is, go on YouTube, type in the hum. No, I'm good. I'm not. It's basically that shit in. thousands of people around the world. Uh, Unsolved mysteries in the '80s did an episode about this. That's so it's scary. this low hmm, and you will hear it 24 seven. It is unexplained to where it comes from. Where do people hear this? In it, their brain? Anywhere in the world. It's like something occurring inside your head. Because um, even doctors have looked at these people and said, there's nothing wrong with you. Like, they've done the whole inspection. So what is it supposed to... Nobody knows. Oh, okay. There, it's, people have said that when they, they can move towards it and the sound gets louder. So, like, it could be coming from the other room and you get close to it and it gets louder. And it was in that same But other people not affected won't hear it. Right. And in that same episode of Unsolved Mysteries, like, this dude followed the sound. They paid for him to follow it. And he ended up at this cave in, like, New Mexico. And there's no explanation for why. It's Did they go in the cave? I don't remember, to be quite honest. Um, but no explanation has ever been found for the hum. Now, we, but we, we didn't finish our survey because he asked me, what about you all? No, I've never had sleep paralysis. Never yeah. sleep paralysis? Never. You have sleep apnea. I have other sleep something issues. Entirely <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are the ghosts closing his nose? <laughs> Unfortunately, that is, I cannot no. say Damn. anything for that. I've only had one experience where it was the first Father's Day after my dad died, and I was getting out of the shower, I was blow drying my hair, and I got this weird chill. I, it was the weirdest sensation, and I got a robe on as quick as I could and got out of the house. I was like, Dad, stop. Yeah, well, spirits do change air temperature. If it's particularly cold in a spot, it's said they're around. Right. It's just, it was the weirdest sensation I I've never had. I think paid you a visit. Oh, totally. And I was happy for it, but it freaked me out because I was 14. Yeah. I was like, nope, uh uh-uh, uh, not yeah. today, Dad. I would prefer my mother not visit me personally. <laughs> but you know what? I do. I. I think I would do the same thing where you were talking to the spirit and saying, "Hey, look, I'm not, I'm not afraid of you. Like, you can, you know, I don't know what you're doing here, but because that's what I did when I felt like there was something there. I was like, I, you're freaking me out, Dad. Stop. This is the interesting part. To, one of the interesting parts to me is that you, we talk about these spirits, right? And when you think spirit, you think the ability to move through walls and be all over the place. You think of Hollywood. Right. You think of that, but then it's like, there's all these rules attached to it. Like they have to attach to this, or you can take this box over here and then the spirit's gone, but the spirit don't just be like, I'm coming back. So what? I will actively say that horror movies and those tacky ghost shows on TV and everything are not a good guide. Okay. Um, So what do you think of, of more of the Hollywood? Have you seen the movie 13 ghosts? mm -mm. No. I'm going to need you to watch that and tell me what 13, you think. Of it. I've never even heard of it. Yeah. It's but, really good. I really enjoy it. But are there, I mean, because from what I've heard from you, it sounds like there are, 
I don't want to call them restrictions, but there's ways that ghosts behave. Yes. Right. Right. Which is interesting to me because you figure they're like these omniscient, omnipresent kind yeah. of things. So Casper just... is not the thing to base my <laughs> experience. Damn it. Right. Without rules, you just have I mean, have in a way, they're like us. Do. I yeah. mean, we can't do certain things. Like, we can't touch a live wire because we'll get deep fried and die. Yeah. Um, so that's the way I take it. They have limitations that we don't. And you know. And are there we have any, limitations are, are, they don't. What? You said they have limitations that we don't, and we have limitations that they don't. Right. Right. So are there any, like, for, for the listeners, just sort of any big two or three rules for paranormal activity, like it doesn't happen here, or uh, if, I think it happens. If you do it this, if you do this, you can push it away. Or if you put a circle of salt around you, will it keep evil spirits out? Things I mean, like that. There's different. Rem- I call them remedies, right? But it just depends on the severity of your quote unquote infestation. Haunting. Your haunting, your infestation, whatever. Sometimes the circle of salt will work. Sometimes it won't. Does the so, circle of salt also work for an ant infestation? I don't know about that. Damn it. Use uh, ground coffee. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's too much caffeine in it. It kills them. For ants. You're talking. Yeah. yeah okay. not, for, no, not for ghosts. Not for ghosts. I'm that, talking about ants. keep the shit straight. What about wire? your uncle? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, I don't even know so what So remedies. You were talking yeah, about there's different remedies. I mean, remedies. there's just different. I mean, it, each case is going to be very different. I'm. I will quickly and readily say I'm no authority. If you got an infestation, don't call me because I'm going to be like, "That's a nice story, but I can't help right. you." Get the hell well, out of here. We'll add you to the tour, but I'm not helping you. Right. I, so where does your tour? I don't. Not without right. giving away your tour. What are some of the most, or one of the most unexpected places that it's. Because I've heard of different places that are haunted in Charlotte. Right. Like that, the Dunhill. Right. Mm-hmm. Haunted. I would say one of the most unexpe- unexpected places comes from our Waxhaw tour. Uh-huh. Um, I will send you guys this. For, for listeners, Waxhaw is 40 minutes away from here? Yeah, I think, sure, I think that's a fair right. estimate. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, I'll send you guys the picture so you guys can put it on the website or whatever. Yeah. But, um, a tour in late September... Um, it was like probably close to 10 o'clock. I'm at home. Um, PM. Right. And the tours are going on, but since I'm over the whole thing, I don't do the tours. I just, right. you know, stay at home. I do all the administrative you stuff. You manage the ghosts at right. home. <laughs> um, and I get an email at like 10.05 from a lady. She's like, listen, I just left the Waxhaw Ghost Tour. You need to see this. Uh-oh. And there's two attachments. I go, okay, whatever. So I click it, and the first one is... Um, the store that we stand in front of on the tour, I haven't given out what store it is, but it's a storefront, sure. and people go there during the day. It's totally open, to the, open to the public, everything, and it looks normal. The very next picture, there is a very clear picture of a girl looking at the person uh-uh. taking the picture from nope. the other side of the glass nope. from the inside store. To make it even weirder, she's in like 1800s garb, and the ghost that is reported in the building is said to be the spirit of a little 12-year-old girl. In a blue prairie dress, exactly like the ghost in the picture. Where so are the pictures? That's my other question. Do you, are you going to have them in the music? Like, what, what? I, yeah, I intend to put them. Are in you going to share the pictures at some point? Yes, I got to see this. Okay. I, I'll send them to you guys so you can see it. Yes, if that's the case, because isn't and I'm a total believer. By right. the way, I don't want you to think like with all the jokes that I make that I don't. Believe, oh no, I, do. I get it. It's pretty but, clear, so. Yeah, it's a comedy yeah. podcast, so yeah. we right. have to be stupid. Right. We well, don't get supernatural. Let's not say stupid, okay? Um, but if there's if this happens and the picture you see her, is it not 
uncommon for a ghost to disappear when there is recording? Or did she not know that there was a camera? Sometimes they want to be seen. Okay. It's just like people. Sometimes I don't want to be on camera. Right. Sometimes I think in kind of a really joking way deep in my brain, I'm like, she's like 12 years old. She knows she's gotten a little press. She's ready to show off. Right. So that was just the one time she's going to pop up and do it. Like, here's my picture, bitch. I'll be chilling. Check check you later. Right. uh, and I even, I'm very suspicious of things because we live in the age of Photoshop. Sure. Well, I, I, one time I was joking with a friend. I was like, I know you're out partying. I Photoshopped the pictures myself. Right. So it's like, I take everything with a. So um, how do you, how do you battle that? I mean, because. Right. Granted, if someone is paying to go on a ghost tour, you have to be a believer or you're not going to go on that tour and just shit on it. The right. Whole time. You're you know not going to pay for something you hate. Right. My thing was... Unless your spouse wants to go. Well, right. Yeah, right. Drinks you. But you've been abducted by worse, so just calm down. Clearly. So I conducted our own investigation. First on of all... The, on the photos. Right. First of all, the grain on the pictures matches. It's going to be very difficult to match... Because it was done with like a lower quality cell phone camera. Sure. So it's got the fuzziness in <laughs> the there. The flip phone. Right. I think it really was. Um... So that matches. Okay. On top of that, the reflection of the railroad crossing and street light in front of the store also matches. So okay. that would have been very difficult to pull off. The time stamp on the photo, like when you right-click and do properties, matches the exact moment they would have been in front of that store. Our tours are very well timed out. I can predict where a tour is depending on what part sure, of the hour yeah, it yeah, is. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It matches exactly. She sent me the photos after the tour, like 10 minutes, so she didn't have time to doctor to it. doctor a photo. Right. Um, and the date on the photo matches as well. Okay. I had two different people who are like our Photoshop experts for the company look at the photo. And They're it's like, legit. There is very low chances this has been faked. We have no idea how to explain this. To this day, I don't know how to explain it. Um, hmm. the in- I gave the picture to the Inquirer Journal. They like proofed it up. They lightened it and everything. Picture Nothing. still looks the exact same. I don't know what to say. That's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, we've had a couple other pictures be sent in, but those are a little meh. So could you get Bank of America Stadium on your tour? Probably not, because they probably wouldn't want a tour on their property. Here's the thing. So the editor for Panthers, I used to work for the Panthers, Yeah. legit says that Bank of America Stadium is haunted. I wouldn't doubt it. He's like, you have noises that go on that are unexplained. You'll be by yourself. And he's there late night, like 11 p.m. by himself. And he won't go on the elevators by himself. And this is a dude who doesn't believe in God. And is like, that place is fucking haunted because it used to be a hospital. Really? Yeah, there used to be a hospital. There's a hospital on that that piece of land. Oh, that explains it. It's not just the ghost of Jake Delhomme, then. Right. No, no, no. He's still in Louisiana. He's haunting the saints now. Anywhere with very extreme like emotional trauma that has happened will generally attract... Yeah. So, like, in the case of Kathleen, emotional trauma. The hospital, emotional trauma. Stuff like that. The greater it is, the more prevalent it's And they say, be. Um, what are the two hospitals here? It's Presby and CMC? Presbyterian and... Presby yeah, is said to be haunted, which totally makes sense. They say there's a little girl that will be in pictures. There's a restaurant in downtown Concord that we talk about on the tour. Um, they haven't said, like, yeah, tell the names. I don't tell the name. Right. But um, it's haunted by the ghost of a little girl who died in, like, the early 1900s. Um, How'd she die? Well, the, the story is, well, I call them stories. They're really more like cases or reports because sure. we're not telling stories here. But right. I just call them that for that's something everybody gets. Um, 
In the early 1900s, if my memory serves me correctly, I could get the disease wrong, so don't take it as gospel. Um, scarlet fever swept through North Carolina. Sure. Honestly, you can use the railroad lines to trace it. Um, in the early 1900s, like 1900, 1903, Concord area. In 1904, 5, 6, you see it out in Gastonia, Cramerton, mm. Mill Towns. That's what I'm talking about. So it's about. going out. Yeah. Um, the, so like I said, it's like 1902. Um, the bodies start piling up so bad that the... There in Concord, the coroner just quite frankly doesn't have enough space. The doctor's office there in downtown gets volunteered to hold the bodies as space gets cleared out. So as bodies get cleared out of the morgue, they move the bodies, you know, in so they can kind of take care of it. Um, what I was told, and this comes from a waitress who works at the restaurant. Um, so the little girl needs a life-saving operation. She's also gotten scarlet fever. So she's like double, like... Double whammy. Whammy. She's, yeah. she's screwed. So, they decide, well, we've got to do this operation. They do the operation, and she's already weak from the scarlet fever. So, they leave her there in the office. So, she's in there with the dead bodies. Great. She dies, of course, because, you know, it's 1902. Um, right. So, that's just honestly is what it is. But now, the staff of the restaurant say that occasionally you'll capture a glimpse of, like, a little girl running around the restaurant. Out so, the wait, was eye. the doctor's office where this restaurant is now? Mm-hmm. Same oh, building. Very okay. same building. Okay. Um, they also say that she'll like play jokes on people. They'll move. She'll move place settings around or like move silverware. Yeah, she's being Odd, a kid. Right. Oddly enough, um, the staff say that if they don't pay attention to the TVs and like the bar area, sometimes they'll randomly be turned on cartoons and nobody touched the remote. Here's the thing. Now, if you have a ghost from this century, they're just going to be Snapchat filtering uh-huh. yeah, as the, their yeah, joke instead the of like moving place ghost. settings. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's um, crazy. The... Um, Upstairs of the restaurant, and that's said to be the place where she died. That's where she's seen most often. So, so what do you say to people that that hear some of these stories and they go, "Get the hell out of here"? I mean, even even when you say, do you think it's a fear thing, or do you think they legit can't even wrap their minds around it? How what? Both. Okay. I think it depends on the person. Some people just don't want to believe it because they're afraid of it. Sure. Those are the people who are like, okay, I know it's real. I just don't want to accept the reality of it. Because that means, I think it scares people and not to get too deep. But the idea that there is an afterlife and we just quite frankly don't comprehend what it is, that scares them. So maybe it's not exactly what I believe. Maybe it's something else. And there's no way for you to know that. Because you didn't say you believe it. You say you know. Exactly. And then I think there's people who've had the experiences like I have where it's like, it is what it is. I accept it. And then I think there's some people who are just programmed by no fault of their own. It's the way they were born to just not believe it. One of our listeners has this sensitivity to paranormal. I personally believe it's a sliding scale. So you could be a one and you'll experience a ghost once in your life. And I think that's more where that that listener is. But other members of his family have it. And I also think it's genetic. Here's a crazy thing for you guys. Um, My grandma, um, on my dad's side. The 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 one who saw the shining thing with you. We lived in that house with them um, for about a year while the new house was being built. A couple months while it was being built, my grandma complained about twice a month that she would have this nightmare of, quote, the devil watching her sleep. What she described is she would wake up, a shadow comes out of nowhere, out of her peripheral vision, looks down over her in bed. Then after however long, it goes back up and it disappears. What is that? That's sleep paralysis. Here's the odd thing. Um, when you're that, I was like in middle school when this is happening. So I'm like, oh, whatever. Um, you know, you're she's like, older, oh, she's, she's on medicine. Right. You know, it is what it is. I've had <laughs> sleep paralysis in my parents' house, in my bedroom, and that exact same thing happened to me. 
I personally believe that my ability to sense this sort of thing came from my grandma. Sure. Um, mm. She's the only person in either side of my family, mom or dad, who has ever said, like, oh, I've experienced ghosts. Yeah. I didn't even grow up on ghost stories. I mean, yeah. it, it's not even really a thing for me. It's yeah. just a fact of life. I, I wasn't even, like, pre-programmed to believe it because nobody ever sat me down and told me, like, so old-fashioned ghost stories. do your ghost tours spike in scarier months like October, people are like, oh, let's go for the ghost You would be surprised. Scared. They do not. We have really? a very steady, consistent consistent guest number through the very end of February up until the very end of October. Because that's all the, those are the times you do it. Right. Okay. Well, we do it all year. Oh. If, uh, if somebody wanted to go on a ghost tour this weekend, we could do it. No, no, well, no, I'm not good, this but weekend because of offering. ice. But um, any oh, weekend yeah. we can do a ghost tour. The thing is, is you would think, oh, Halloween weekend was our most popular. It really wasn't. It was the week before Halloween where we were most popular. Now, do do these ghost tours, do people see them kind of like whale tours? Well, let's go when the whales are really going to be. Like, let's go when the ghosts are really going to be out. Like, is there a time where the ghosts are like, like you see more activity? Or is that why you do them at night? We just do them at night because it's good timing. Um, right. That's when everybody's free. But there's not a certain time, anything. It's li- they literally be just your, I think it's not even so much luck of the draw. It's, it's do you have the ability? And I think a lot of people don't. People love hearing it, but they don't have the ability They'd to like to have it. the ability. They'd like to. to and sense some or people, see I think, claim they do. I don't think I would. I like not having that ability. Same. However, I do like the fact that they're there. Does that make sense? That makes sense. You do? I do, because I think it's, it's cool to have proof that there is something after you're in the grounds mm. because otherwise you can't prove that. I mean, other than believing mm-hmm. there's a heaven and a hell, if there's, if there's never been proof of afterlife, do you still believe it as firmly? Uh, I, you probably maybe because you're strong in your faith. I just like to have that reassurance that I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm not particularly like into religious stuff, but right. I just find it somewhere comforting that like, oh, okay, well, I mean, yeah. there's something there. I yeah, don't know what it is. But I, okay. I think it's a little, I don't know. You know, it's a little sad that these spirits are kept earthbound because they're stuck to something here, like a traumatic emotional trauma or something yeah that's what it sounds like is that most of these spirits that's a little there was sad something but it is yeah, i mean it's true ominous I mean, about or something different about the way they passed away i mean there's cases where it's just you know just people are haunting their old house and it's nothing bad oh so it's, yeah sometimes where yeah, the guy had a stroke and he's yeah, and it's just kind of like sometimes i really do believe people just don't realize they're dead and it just takes somebody going listen you're dead move on that's and then what they do bruce willis this is my new house Oh, Sixth Sense. Yeah. So what do you what do you think of of movies that don't really ham it up like that? Like Sixth Sense, okay, like he helps figure out when people are dead throughout the movie, right? But then in the end, he actually tells the guy, "No, the reason you see me is because you." Spoiler. Hello. Oh, yeah, you're spoiling (laughs) movies over here. Listen, if you haven't seen Sixth Sense. The shit has passed, okay? Netflix that. We used to have immigrants. Maybe yeah. some of them <laughs> haven't seen these movies. I don't Perhaps. Know. I have mixed feelings about TV and Hollywood. I think a lot of it does ham it up. Mm-hmm. It's just to scare people to sell movie tickets and teach them things that aren't quite true. But there's also, you know, some movies out there that stick to, you know. Like, what do you think those, like, give me an example. The reason I ask is like the, um, what is that movie called? 
it's it's the prequel to Annabelle. The Conjuring? The Conjuring. I think even that that one's better, but it's okay. still a little Hollywoody. Oh yeah, for sure. But do you think it follows the guidelines of demonic presences yes. and Yes. That's I think freaky. Those better horror movies are ones that have been, you know, had some research done for them. They ham it up just to sell movie sure. tickets. But I think that that's very well grounded. I think The Conjuring might be a good example. Okay. I say might because I have mixed feelings and I could spend an hour on that. But um, <laughs> I think it's one of the better ones. Where yeah. It's like, de- it's definitely good demonic stuff. Right. So it the- has a backstory to right. the demons that are attached to items. So, so then for our, our listeners that have, you know, maybe didn't have experience with this or weren't familiar with paranormal activity, and they but this has piqued their interest. And they're like, I want to learn more about this. What are some of the resources, movies, books you would recommend, like a starter kit? Right. For So this is going to sound so hypocritical of me. Honestly, go on YouTube and start listening to the people on there who read these case reports. Um, there's a couple different channels. Um, I don't even know the guy or anything. I hope he appreciates the free blog. There's a channel on YouTube called Horror Stories. Uh, Not Horror Stories. Horror. Yeah. Southern Will. accents do Will. kill me. <laughs> Horror. Will. Um, but that, Sandra's going to be like, what do you mean Sammy told you to look this up? <laughs> There's a bunch of YouTube channels. They literally just do research and then they report. Um, it's mm. They just read off like this is what happens. Blah, blah. Right. They're some of the best. Um, Brad Steiger. S-T-E-I-G-E-R. His case books are some of the best I've ever read. I've been reading them since I was young. Um Literally, they're like usually hmm. three or four hundred pages, and it's just sightings and cases, usually of all types of different stuff, compiled together. So, if there's so many sightings and so much proof that this exists, why is it even still a question? Because humans are humans. Okay. I mean, it is what it is. People want to not believe it, I think. Right. It's just they want to be difficult. They want to know everything that they can see and touch, but not necessarily the shit that they can't control. We can explain. You believe in cheeseburgers because you know what goes into it. Right. But, I mean, when it's something like... Listen, if you can't believe in the ghost, but you believed in Trump... <laughs> fair point. Fair Not point. Not a political <laughs> podcast, but fuck yes. y'all. But that, but I guess some some people have. Number one, they haven't had those experiences, and number two, they've never seen it on video or any or picture. But or they've or also anything. never done the research. I think if you experience it in person, you're, you're gonna on. believe it. You're yeah. on board. Uh, and sorry about if the snapping throws off the oh, audio. No, 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 it's fine. I'm was, a big fan of the sound effects. <laughs> no, I was just, I'm agreeing with you because because I'm not necessarily skeptical. I believe that people see what they see and they experience what they see. And you seem like a perfectly rational human being. I have no reason to not believe anything that you're saying. Brian's also a terrible judge of character. So That's I'm fair. kidding. I'm totally kidding. Fair, but uh, fair enough point. <laughs> I haven't, I've just never had experienced anything like that so i can't go well yeah this exists because i've seen it and touched it and smelled it and stepped right whatever so um i'm not i'm not a disbeliever i just have not i just don't know i know that you don't um say that you're an expert on it but because you are sensitive and have those experiences there's a movie called dragonfly i've heard of it um and i love this movie because i think it's what happened when my dad died Mm -hmm. um we think he died the sixth but nobody found him until the eighth Ah. And both my mom and I woke up at four in the morning and we were on separate floors and we're like, fuck, I can't go back to sleep. And I was 14. She was however old she was. Um, and then we went back to sleep. But there's something that's out there that says when you die, you visit the people that 
mean the most to you. Right. And, and then I have a friend that yeah. happened to. Yeah. Um, his grandmother, he was at a boarding school, and uh-huh. he's not a bad guy or anything. He he was at uh, the school <laughs> like of science and math. That. Like you say, <laughs> boarding school, <laughs> everybody's thinking all over. Problem Chris. child. Yeah. yeah. No, it was the North Carolina School of Science and Math. So it's like boarding school for geniuses. Right. Um. But he was in bed, and all of a sudden, he wakes up at some random point in the morning terrified. And he's yeah. like, I need to turn my light on. I need to turn my light on. And he eventually does, and nothing happens. It was the same night his grandma died. His yeah. grandma died at some point during the night, and that same night, he had that happen. Yeah. I, so, yeah, I definitely believe it's they're just kind of coming through, like making it known, and then yeah. heading on out. Like, yeah. Because my mom is. will wake up at 3.33 almost a handful of times throughout, like, let's say five weeks. She'll wake up, look at the clock, it's 3.33, which they say is... Is the real witching hour. It's not right. midnight. A lot of people right. say, oh, it's midnight. It's 3.33 really not. because it's half of the devil's number, 666. Mm. But anyway, so I when I always that... joke and like to say, if you're not asleep at 3 a.m., you better get there pretty fast. Right. In case you don't want to see something. <laughs> right. Which obviously doesn't pertain to me since I'm up at 5 uh, and yeah. shit. <laughs> um, but I think it's interesting in Dragonfly, to go back to that movie, channels this woman going through dying but she goes to see her family and then the husband then sees dragonflies everywhere he goes and i'm that's not uncommon either and dragonflies i see all the time and i always say hi dad wow i've met a woman who um her daughter was like a bird keeper i guess you'd call her like she had a parrot and stuff yeah uh, daughter passed away they got rid of the animals but the lady claims that she'll always find random bird feathers in her house like in her shoe or in her closet yeah just randomly bird feathers Wow! Clearly, I'm a big maybe that bird. strikes a chord for you with birds in the chimney. I maybe that maybe that's the it, it, that damn chimney felt haunted. Them damn birds scared the hell out of me. <laughs> so so Tim, if people want more yeah. information on the tours, how to find you on the internets, how do we do that? Go not to, to get him to get ghosts out of your house. He does not do that. Right. He does not Please do that. Call that me shit. for that. Do not do that. Right. But go to etherealcrack.com. You can find all of our tour times, all of our tour locations, any other attractions. We're Updates doing. on what's your doing will be there as well exactly okay that's pretty much your hub for anything that has to do with me go <laughs> fudge there makers wax museum Fag, precise we're gonna have milton hershey uh, maybe. <laughs> well he's not from north carolina we're gonna have some trouble with that yeah it's wow. gonna be one scratch person. that idea we're not doing that. we're not that's doing gonna that. be too right. difficult. Have, uh, chester toblerone i believe will be there yeah, but he's not from north carolina is yeah, he? yeah but we'll, we'll bend the rules we'll, for toblerone we'll stretch uh, yeah. yeah i guess so yeah <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in i th- found this wildly informational and interesting yes oh, well i certainly thank you i enjoyed talking you know me i could talk for 10 days if you just like said tim talk so. and and, <laughs> and when the museum opens up i'm inviting you guys out to do it on location we want to do that absolutely not after 6 p.m motherfuckers say, okay why not after 6 p.m you know what no i've got the perfect episode idea we do a seance <laughs> on tape in the music, I'll bring I'm out. Like I'm, in. I quit. I'm in. I'm in. me in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm and I'll pull out in. the artifacts and we'll like circle ourselves and we'll see what happens. If you're if you're serious, I will fucking do it. I'm completely yes. serious. Yes. I know a place Make we can happen. do it yep. even sooner. No. Let's just want. wait until yeah, the opening of the music. We are doing. We Brian. We can make it happen. I got. I have field equipment. We can absolutely make that happen. Yes. I'm gonna record the whole. I'm gonna Facebook live it. I mean, fine. I'm fine with that. Oh. Tim, this has been amazing. Uh, do you, you have so a much, social sir. media account? Yes, I do. What um, is it? Just uh, on Twitter, follow me at Ethereal Crack. If you Google Ethereal Crack, you'll find all of our social media. Okay, cool. There you go. Thank well, you again, everybody. For that's in. that's the show. Thank you so much to Tim, Sammy, Brian, me, and all the spirits that may be around. Uh, we well, out. <laughs> <laughs>
Jesus. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. The Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. <laughs> <laughs>